<laughs> hey, what's up, guys? This is definitely the first attempt. Um, it's totally the first attempt. Dude, absolutely first thing. attempt. Anyone yeah. who thinks otherwise is absolutely wrong. <laughs> All right. I, I'm going to put my voice mod away because I'm going to be so tempted to just, like, <laughs> do it. <laughs> this is this isn't the time for that. You're right. This, this is time the... for Jesus Talk, bro. What's up? Hey, guys. Welcome to um, Untitled Jesus Talk. It's because un it's untitled because, as my man said um, in the actual first attempt, um, it's because there's going to be a new topic every week. So it doesn't really do good to have a uh, subject if there's no subject. I mean, you could just name a Jesus doc, but I could. I only but... said I just said untitled because it's untitled. Yeah, titles can change. We can ch he can change it whenever. And uh, I reserve that right because I like to change my mind on a lot of things. So that is true. <laughs> That's very true. I don't know. <laughs> Hello. Well. Um, so the main topic for, uh, this podcast episode is what does it mean to have conflict biblically? Um, yeah, I was, I mean, I personally, I know I've struggled with, you know, just in politics in general, I feel like our daily mm. life is just conflict. Um, whether it's what we say or how we act towards each other. I know, um, I was listening to this other podcast that my church actually puts out. It's terrific. And um, one of their episodes was politics and Christianity. And I think I agree with a lot of what they said. And so I'll, I will basically um, be integrating what they said with what I say because I can do that. Yeah. Shout them out so it's not plagiarism. Uh, yeah, shout out Travis Bailey at the Way Podcast because that's Got terrific. Him. So that's and, and when I see you on Sunday, if you don't uh, if you don't mention me, we're gonna have a problem. No, I'm playing. But, ooh, ooh, nah. Um, fight, 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 fight. <laughs> nah, dude, he's he's built. Like I would not mess with him. <laughs> like, that is the funniest. He's fun. Him and Tyler are they're bro. They hit the gym like every day. And I, dude, I don't. I am so glad that they are filled with Christ and probably would not fight me if I tried. Um, oh. But basically, um, it's actually, <laughs> the actual topic, uh, what does it mean to have conflict biblically? Um, I think okay. conflict in the Bible, I mean, it happens a lot throughout the Old Testament and through the New Testament, specifically with Jesus and the Pharisees. Um, yeah i know like the israelites were constantly at odds with god even though he was their chosen people bro so i was you know i'm reading through the bible we're reading through the bible together actually um but i, I have been really bad at it <laughs> i i literally am so bad at it i i feel like i could be doing such a way better job tate's been doing amazing at it i what are we like on one month and i'm on week two it's not good at all. <laughs> it should not. But, <laughs> yep. That's all that good. to say, <laughs> like, uh, you know, the Israelites were constantly watching God do these crazy miracles. Like, okay, bro, what would you do if there was a pillar of fire above your house every day? Uh, then, number one, I would be afraid that my house would get burned. 
because See? if it's right above my house, that's scary. Right. And I mean, right. like, the pillar of fire, bro? Like, come on. Like, at night? Yeah, and it's always at night. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's... I burn my sleep. No, I'm joking. I know I've heard some people say, ah, oh, you know, it was just the moon or something. Like, you really think the moon can be confused with fire? I'm not so sure yeah. about that one, champ. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, if I... I don't... If I saw fire above my house, I would number one be terrified, and number two I'd be. And if it wasn't moving from my house, I would think one of two things: either aliens, <laughs> aliens. or my brother somehow managed to defy physics. That's crazy. Or God. See, exactly. But these guys knew it was God, and they were yeah. like, you know what? Actually, like this no. calf, bro. I think this calf did it. This one that we literally just made, like, a couple of minutes ago? Like, That's definitely right. him. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, so I was going to ask you before we started, is, like, are you talking biblical, biblical conflict of, like, um, day-to-day conflict that we go into? Like, the, because I know they said, was it biblical perspective, right? Conflict and biblical perspective? That's, yeah, so I was going to get into that a bit later of uh, just kind of our daily struggles. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was, I was just wondering what the the thing was it was like is it um like are you in conflict conflict with somebody or are you in conflict with other religion or like we only going into conflict with the bible i was like that's a good question actually i think um i think all of the above um i know that oh i i'll just start off by saying i'm not a big fan of the pope um (laughs) (laughs) i know that i know like as a christian most people think oh but isn't the pope kind of your guy like no definitely not he does not speak for me it's catholic yeah um exactly but i mean the pope said in one of uh one time he was up with the all the religious leaders from most of the major religions of the world and what he said was we all serve the same god and i absolutely disagree Oh, no. Yeah, he said that, bro. And I was like... "Hmm." Did he actually say that? Yeah, he actually said that. Like, you can pull up a video of him saying that. Um, That's not good. But I... I First off, you know, I I have a lot of strong opinions as a... Oh, yeah. One of my... uh, When I volunteer up at the church, um, the guy that's in charge of me, his name's Hut, he... uh, he told me one time we were talking because I was telling him like my opinions on just regular things. Like I personally, I don't like Whataburger. You, I see. Here's the thing. It's okay. Whataburger's fine. It's not like I don't understand the whole In and Out Whataburger debate. I've heard they're both equally okay. See, I honestly I prefer In and Out over Whataburger, but I don't I prefer them. Sense. I don't like hold them to a higher standard you get me oh yeah it's just people it's the only interesting thing that um is in politics yeah pretty much people from california and texas <laughs> something on my nose and people's hatred of chick-fil-a i guess i don't know like oh that's so true so true but... it's a third <laughs> this is conflict biblically this Chick- is conflict Chick-fil-A biblically, bro is in the bible no versus popeyes bro <laughs> dude Oh man, when they attack the chicken sandwich like that, dudes, I was... I'm not gonna lie, their chicken sandwich slaps a lot better than 
than Chick-fil-A. Okay, now here's a question. It's, is it better is it because no. you've had Chick-fil-A so much or no. is it good because of the ingredients? No, it's good because of the ingredients, bro. Like genuinely the spicy chicken sandwich, top tier. Like my mouth is watering as we talk about it. Okay, this is off topic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I feel like we are talking very, about conflict. I mean, that is very true. And now, right now, you and I are having a conflict. We're having an argument, and I'm gonna win. I don't okay, think wait, so. Wait, but just because you worked at Chick Fil A doesn't mean that you're better. Okay, I think that they're both equally good. If I want to feel healthier, I'll go to Chick Fil A for some reason. It because because you know for a fact that that Popeyes chicken sandwich is baked in grease. Yeah, and it's delicious. I I personally have never tried the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Oh, dude, it's <laughs> so. so good! Like genuinely, it is so good, especially the spicy one. Like it's it's not like super hot. It's kind of like I'd say on the same heat as Chick Fil A's, but it's just a sauce. Dude, it is so good. Like, genuinely. I, ju- I think it's genuinely really good. <laughs> so funny. Oh, dude, we get so off topic. I swear. Oh, this I know. This, all is the time. Terrible, like, this is a terrible idea. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> all right. um, awesome. So, I think, getting back on topic of problem. what is a biblical struggle or biblical conflict, um, I think anything that disagrees with the Bible, I think, as Christians, mm-hmm. we believe that the Bible is the absolute word of God. So anything in conflict with that cannot be true. Yeah, because uh, Jesus even says that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And so like, right, he's truth. So anything outside the Bible, anything added onto it, anything taken out of it that isn't the word of God is not true. Exactly. I mean, I was uh, – so I'm reading – I'm doing a book study actually right now with uh, some of my friends of uh, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Great oh yeah, movie. you're talking about that. Um, but in this in one of the most recent chapters it talks about that there was a uh, third Peter that was discovered to be falsified. Like it was not true because it had different accounts from what the apostles had um, at the resurrection of Jesus. Yeah, it was the Gospel of Peter, right? I believe so, yeah, yeah, yeah. They also had a Gospel of Mary and Judas that were taken out. And I know the the Gospel of Judas is obviously going to be false because, number one, he would have made the story about himself, I think, is what I heard. Yeah, I personally, I believe, I know there are some books that are contained in the Roman Catholic Bible that I simply don't know about because I'm not mm-hmm. Roman Catholic. Um, so I can't speak to that. Um, I think one thing that I can say resolves conflict between um, denominations is, like, as long as you agree, as long as you and I both agree that Jesus is the Son of God, and he was perfect, and he came down, and he died for us, and then he mm-hmm. was raised from the dead, I don't think there should be a problem. No, I don't think so either. I mean, one thing, well, there is a difference because I think Presbyterian and Baptist, the only difference I'd say is, like, their baptism, that's the only, like, difference. It's it's also, like, the different denominations is also the way you learn. 
Right. Uh, every every denomination has something that can help somebody else. So, like, I grew up in a Baptist church. Um, I, I don't consider myself Baptist. I, I consider myself Christian because, number one, Baptist it isn't a religion. It's a denomination. Um, I go to a Baptist church because I agree more with what they say than any other church. But, like, like I was talking about this at Zephyr. Um, so I, over the summer, I was working at a summer camp in Texas called uh, Camp Zephyr um, in Sandia. Uh, we had a Pentecostal group come in near the end of the summer and a lot of us were talking and it was just like we don't really talk about like speaking in tongues and stuff like we joke about it because people falsely accuse or falsely say that they do that but speaking in tongues is like a real thing and like speaking in tongues isn't really talked about in the baptist church or like you, you don't really hear that um and so we were talking about it and one of the staffers was like yeah my mom actually spoke in tongues like twice and she was like, I don't even know what I said, but everybody understood. Because that's what it was. It was like, speaking in tongues is like, basically hearing, like this, not this new language, but kind of, right? It's like, they were speaking in tongues, and so they were speaking in everybody, and every language heard and understood what they were right. saying. And so, like, like, some churches don't talk about stuff like that, and so I feel like every, like, the base is, the basis of Christianity is you understand that Jesus did die for you, like you said. But I feel like every denomination has something different that you can take away. And you do have to, like, go into the world. I'm not saying, like, go to every denomination and be like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then, like, discredit every the other denomination you're at. It's, like, maybe see why they do that. Um, our church did. We were going through uh, Emotionally Healthy series uh, by um, Pete. Cazero, freaking amazing book. Uh, I actually brought it. This is uh, emotionally healthy relationships. So this is like this is going to be a big topic on the conflict. But one thing is, it's like uh, it tells you like how to become more of an emotionally person, how to be, build more emotionally healthy relationships. Um, and like one of them, one of the things it tells you is like one of the steps is like turn to wonder. It's like that's one thing. Well, maybe not turn to wonder in here. But one thing that oh, <laughs> clarify expectations, tradition. No, yeah, like we're called to turn to wonder. Basically, like if you're in a conflict with somebody, like you're supposed to turn to wonder. Be like, well, why do they believe that? Why does this person believe what they believe? And then you ask them about it, and then you like you learn to understand instead of ra saying like, oh yeah, well jesus was fully baptized and whatnot instead of sprinkled with water it's like well why do they believe that you know what i mean right um exactly i i think a lot of conflict within the church is honestly meaningless i don't think it yeah it, it doesn't matter like in mm -mm. when you think about it and you think about it eternally it simply does not matter that's that's very true like how the choir works <laughs> Um, uh, one of my pastor, uh, pastors, associate pastor Kevin was talking, or was it Stephen? One of them, one of them was speaking because they alternate, um, by week. Um, and one of the services, he said something, I think it was, I think it was Stephen. I don't, I can't even remember. Uh, they were talking and he was saying like a quote from somebody else, another pastor or whatever, that 
this guy goes, I didn't like worship today. And he goes, good, because we're not worshiping you. Like, it doesn't matter what you like or don't like. If God's calling the person to do that, and if God's working in there, um, in that area, and it's something you don't like, then that's uh, a heart problem. So that actually brings us kind of into the next question with a heart problem is, what is the difference between a conflict and a struggle? Okay, I was thinking about this. Listen. <laughs> so a conflict in my like in my description a conflict is something you have with somebody like let's say me and you start arguing like we were arguing we were having a little bit of conflict between chick-fil-a and popeyes whatever that's a conflict a struggle is something that you you struggle with that you deal with internally with your own soul and your own own like personal um issues so <clears throat> like something you struggle with uh for example be very vulnerable uh from 12 years old to 15 struggle with pornography and masturbation that that stuff like that was a struggle like since i got into it i was really struggling to get out of it and so that's a internal struggle like that's a thing that i had to deal with every day another thing that's uh, that is struggle is anxiety depression um eating disorders like just mental like physical health physical ailments um stuff like that like that's that's an actual struggle um but conflict is what you have with another person um and so that's that's the definition uh or the the in my eyes that's the difference uh it's it's just like an internal thing yeah i actually uh i was thinking about this as well i'd say i wouldn't even say a conflict is just with someone else i feel like a conflict can be with anything outside of yourself yeah because um, I mean, true. we can I, be in we're in conflict with the world. Um, I mean, that's true. I think one of the biggest <clears throat> people people seem to misuse the word struggle a lot. Um, oh yeah, they seem say, "Oh, I struggle with this person's mindset." N- no, you actually are struggling within yourself to sometimes interpret what they say, um, and you're in conflict with maybe their mindset. But yeah, you are not. You are not them, so you are not struggling with their facts. mindset. That's facts. That's Straight facts, up facts. Bro. Dude, you got it. You got it nailed in the head. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's... Um, that's I believe a... Jesus would say nailed in the hands. Oh, God. <laughs> Goodness gracious, bro. <laughs> I've, what I've been saying a lot is good Lord, and I'd be like, we do have a good Lord. Or good God. I'd be like, he is a good God. <laughs> like, right after I say it. Dude, uh, it's so, <laughs> so funny. funny. Like, I, it is terrible. It is terrible. I started saying <laughs> stuff like, um, oh, what is it? Like, oh, my stars. Like, growing up, I lived in a tiny, tiny town called Big Lake. And uh, one of my friends, his mom, he, she would say that all the time. <laughs> I remember this. Even the, I would think I was in, like, first or second grade or something like that. That's so but funny. It was so weird that I was like, I'm going to start saying that eventually. So you subconsciously knew. You, or you consciously knew you were going to like eventually say that. I See, I feel like I know unconsciously. I, no, right, I know consciously that once I start saying something ironically, I will eventually say it unironically. Unironically. Yeah, for it's, real. Is that, is, that is me. I, I've said that. I have said so many things Landry has said ironically 
or unironically that it's becoming ironic and it's not fun <laughs> you mean you said it ironically so they became no ironic. no <laughs> oh goodness gracious it's okay it's okay okay <laughs> um speaking of this kind of your word conflict no <laughs> um, oh no what are things that we are in conflict with in our daily life mm, um, that's a good one you start off the last topic so i'll start off on this one um, all right sounds good i i'm in conflict with my coworkers. i am a, i'm a very i'm usually pretty passive guy i can get along with just about anyone um it humble too oh yeah sorry extremely humble <laughs> literally Sorry, the most just... humble person on the planet but i love saying that because it's so funny because it just cuts you off and you'd be like god i can't <laughs> <laughs> like i can't talk about myself anymore okay so i'm that's gonna so talk funny. about this other guy that's literally the most awesome person on the planet his name is tate all right he's crazy that's so funny but um, okay so <laughs> yeah no my co my co-workers they uh so i was recently in a car accident and so my back um was hurt and so I wasn't able to lift anything over five pounds for about a week. And um, I work in a warehouse. So it's kind of hard not to lift something. And so basically I was I had to go and ask for help constantly um, on things to do because I uh, my antivirus software just popped up on the screen. <laughs> but uh, my camera is slow. <laughs> so but um no they and now they're kind of they're making jokes out of it which i'm totally fine with but it it's getting to a point where it's actually like that's the only thing they're saying to me mm. and it's really starting to bother me like i i'm not gonna lie there were a couple of times where i was starting to kind of lose my cool um just because if i you know i sometimes i need things um just I need their help with something because now I can lift stuff again but the first thing they say to me oh is oh you're fragile oh pretzel and it's kind of like what pretzel yeah what is that <laughs> what is that insult I've never heard uh, that before saying that you can be, they're saying that can be easily broken like a pretzel but oh um I guess annoying for sure um oh yeah no I know I figured I don't know. What I said I figured. I understand. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> it was. I figured. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, figured. when I when I hit you with that car, I figured <laughs> that you would. <laughs> I feel like you'd get really made fun of, <laughs> and that it would upset you. Yeah, yeah. Remember that time I wasn't in the car and you just like ran me up? No. I do remember that. <laughs> God, what a what a bless. Last last week was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. I started to like ironically go that's so funny like I mean I, I think I started saying that already but it was it's I'll be like dude that's so freaking funny and people think like I think I've, I've said that for a while but people will be like dude you sound so sarcastic over text like I genuinely think things are funny so I'll be like that is literally so funny and people are like dude you shut up. You sound so sarcastic. Especially on the Zephyr chat. People are like, are you sarcastic or not? I'm like, yes. no, it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yes, I hate you. And I never want to see you again. And I don't want to work with you anymore. 
I'm joking. I'm joking. I was going to say someone's name, but <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> Dang, call him out. As a joke. All right. Your turn. My turn. Oh, okay, cool. So I honestly, I don't really deal with conflict on a daily basis. I think one thing that I do, like I've noticed, is politics and stuff like that. Like we deal with politics. Um, one thing I I was thinking about before we got in is like, what is a biblical conflict? Like obviously in our Bible, or in the Bible, it's like a conflict with somebody, like. Sorry, there's the there's like a bucket the bucket hat. <laughs> that was a person. I was like, oh, I'm being watched. Um, it's the no, uh, it's the <laughs> it's the Pope. No, no, dude, no. Oh, that is the funniest thing. I love throwback jokes. I love when it's just like out of nowhere, just throwback. I love that. Okay, <laughs> but I was thinking about was like what what is like what do you what should you consider like a good conflict? I think Facebook posts. That's an idiot conflict and that shouldn't be a conflict you should leave it i want to make that a point anything you do on social media any conflict on social media it's not worth your time literally but um like political conflicts like number one like i said when you turn you want to turn to wonder um i actually don't even know if it's an ehr <laughs> i think joel said that or it is an ehr and it's like through the course we do um and it's in one of the chapters but uh yeah it's I'd say the conflict I really deal with um, becomes conflict through uh, internal struggle. And so transitioning into the next question, the internal struggle I deal with is number one, like school. Um, or like, what, what is the things? What, what things you struggle with daily? So like school, um, trying to finish before december 1st so i can get my college application in um and then like that's worrying me um another thing that i struggle with is kevin really helped me is like you know through like number one like i brought up um like from 20 it's like three years time spent so like 2016 2019 i'd really struggle with like pornography and masturbation so i've been like clean masturbation clean for like three years which is great but like I still get those urges, and Kevin really helped me realize the reason I'm getting those urges is because I'm becoming, or because I'm not letting God take control. And instead of letting God take control and not really worrying, well, obviously you have to worry about not worry, but obviously you have to prepare and do what you can against the situation. But because that's worrying me enough, and not let, letting God handle it and giving it to God. Um, I'm pushing myself or my mind is subconsciously thinking this makes me feel good. I know this makes me feel good. This will make me feel better. And so then I have that urge and then it gets bad. So, but in, so that's one struggle. Another struggle is not feeling, um, enough for people. One thing that I've noticed is, um, like I I can I can take a joke. It's it's fun, but one thing that happens is I'll joke about like if somebody makes a joke about me, I'll I'll joke about it as well. But sometimes people take it a little too far. I've realized that a lot of the time, people joke with me. It's fine, um, especially since last like 
the last two years it's been really hard because like I'd, i lost my dad in 2020 right so that was that was bad so i was in a bit bad mindset so anybody made fun of me not really made fun of me but was joking with me it became an issue of like i don't want to be friends with these people when that was not true like those people helped me become better people and i always felt like the victim because i was going through this internal struggle so struggle is like that i still deal with is like because like i said through school and being stressed out and stuff like that um having that internal thought of i am like the butt of everyone's jokes like nobody really wants to be my friend and all this stuff and it, that feeling of loneliness is, and making myself the victim that's another struggle that i deal with it's just like i i know it's not true i know none of this is true all this is in my head of of and the enemy and satan really using like his mind to really get to me because if he can't get me which he hasn't um if he can't stop me from following christ he's going to distract me and the the most distraction is bringing up like you're not good enough and like the urge to look at something i'm not supposed to because i'm so because i know that'll make me feel better you know what i mean absolutely uh yeah i thank you for sharing that um I'll be here for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'd say one of the things I, I definitely struggle with was um, for sure I struggle with people as well, but not in the sense of my conflict is with people, whereas I struggle to find a way to talk to people. Um mm. I, I mean, I struggle with social anxiety and things like that, but I'd say it's more of I don't, I don't quite know how to interact with everyone, um, and so there's a couple people up at church that I don't, I have to get to know someone before I really joke with them, um, because I I have to learn their body language, I have to learn their vocal tones, otherwise I will simply be lost. And I will be staring at them like an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, what does he mean by he wants to go to Whataburger? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Does he mean that he actually wants to go to In and Out? I'm so confused. I'm so confused, dude. <laughs> it's the Pope. It's always it's the Pope. Pope. The Pope did this to me. It's always the Pope, dude. This is terrible. This is terrible. I hate it, <laughs> dude. I was. So I was at my book study. We were, t mm. uh, me and um, one of the leader of the group, we were talking about how the similarities between the Pope and the Antichrist, but I can get into that later. But uh, Whoa, what? What is later. happening? No, no, no. Whoa, maybe not this episode. Leave cliffhanger. Yeah, cliffhanger. Um, uh, by cliffhanger, I mean, I listen, um, it'll listen. be a future cliffhanger. If, if anything happens anything goes down i'm not associated with this podcast I i'm joking like i would like to say if something happens to me i am not suicidal i would like to take this um chat off the record <laughs> if you don't mind <laughs> off the record i want to hear about that <laughs> <laughs> but oh i'm losing my train of thought sorry yeah no, it was so funny but um no i they were joking with me about 
something that I had said earlier in the day. Um, you know, they bring it back. I was like, okay, you know, that, I can see that they're joking about this, um, but it it got to the point where I no longer knew if they were joking, mm. and I couldn't be more uncomfortable. And we were at no, lunch, I'm... and so I was I I had. Oh, you told me about this. Yeah, like I made a, I was like, I actually gotta leave, but um, <laughs> deuces. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's that's just one. I'd say one of the daily struggles that not only me but probably many people struggle with um just maybe not having the right sword i social ability yeah so i i put this in practice um adds effort so it's cool so if anybody sorry i don't mean to cut you off are you done oh no i'm done yeah okay cool so i was really thinking about this um and this is really where the book EHR comes in. So I would really recommend going through EHR emotionally, emo- emotionally, emotionally healthy uh, relationships, most emotionally healthy uh, per, uh, discipleship and spirituality. Those are the three books. They're doing like a youth study, but you're not a youth, you're an adult. So this is by Pete Scazzaro, like I said. So a lot of it shows how to build relationships and deal with conflict. Um, so one thing you want to do especially when you're starting a new new relationship with people is like so i'm gonna read read them off but one is take your community temperature reading like this is just like this goes into actually i wasn't (laughs) there for that one (laughs) trying to remember what it was for though the main one i'm trying to hit is i think number five no it is i think number four no it's number two that's trying to that uh, that's most important um but three four there it's because there's seven weeks and so week two is the one that really hits uh hits for me um and we're back um yep technical difficulties but yeah it happens is yes man so chapter two is the most important part that i was saying and luckily it kind of cut off because I was kind of struggling a bit. But basically, chapter two, week two, um, the theme of the week is to stop assuming or also called stop mind reading and clarify expectations. Um, and so usually when we're in relationships, it's like, and I mean any relationship, parents, friends, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, um, like whatever situation, like you want to clarify expectations even if even if they're not like super close friends you want to clarify expectations and what i mean by that is like hey if somebody says something uh like hey like jokes with you be like hey i i expect you not to say those things because those hurt my my feelings and then you 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 set that boundary there and you want to make and you want to clarify be like this is why and whatnot and you want to make it you want to make the expectation conscious. You want to make the expectation um, reasonable. And there was a third one I totally forgot. But like in any relationship, friendship, mainly, you want to clarify expectation. Be like, hey, that really are my feelings, and I expect you not to say that again. And I expect you to put my feelings into consideration. And stop assuming. Like we assume things all the time. Being like, hey, I have this. 
coffee date like i say date but it's like this coffee plan to hang out with a friend and i have something pop up and i'm assuming if i cancel they'll be really upset but in actuality they don't they're like okay yeah i also have something that's big and i didn't want to i didn't want to i didn't want to cancel and whatever so you want to clarify expectations and stop assuming and and be like hey can i check out an assumption so i feel like with your conflict just be like hey like that really hurt and like clarify that's i don't like i i i expect to like yeah we can make jokes but not take them too far you know what i'm saying right yeah so i think that's my that was my main point on that one now i wouldn't say there's a great transition into this next topic but no it's not (laughs) it's a we'll call this a segue because i segue when i want to because they're cool all right i like like going around on two wheels Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> but mm-hmm. what are some things that we struggle to give God? Ooh, you start on this one. Wait, did yeah? Because I I think I hopped on this one. That's right. I works for me. Um, <laughs> so I'd say some of the things I struggle to give God are my my time. My time is one of them, but that I'd say that's a fairly common one. One of the more personal things I struggle with is I struggle with seeing him work um in the present Mm. i know in hindsight i can look and say wow god did this for me right it Mm. is one of the hardest things for me to say god can you work here and now um as as christians i believe we should absolutely believe that god can is all powerful he can do anything he wants to um so i think not only struggling to see him work in the present, even though I know that he is, I'd say struggling to give up my my worries. Like I worry about, you know, this next season of my life, whether um, mm. I'll finally go to college or whether I'll be stuck in working for another season of my life. And one thing that uh, I've been talking about in some of my small groups is uh, being content in the waiting. And I feel mm-hmm. like that is so, that is such a struggle for me. I mean, it's not a good struggle to have. I'm just saying that's like a good, like, realization of, like, like being able to point out that's what I struggle with. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like being right. conscious about it. I think the, that's probably the first step into admitting, you know, that you cannot, or that you were struggling with something is you have to be able to point it out. oh yeah for sure for sure yeah so something i struggle with is kind of like what you're saying like um i'd mentioned earlier like finishing 11th grade in before december 1st filling that application hopefully getting into a&m college station um but the biggest yeah the biggest struggle is just my future like um last year around this time like it was around november yeah, it happened like November first. I think me and my girlfriend um, broke up, and I was like the most depressed I've ever been. And like the breakup was, I was like a mess. Like mentally, I was a mess. I, I my dad passed away the year prior um, on August twenty third. Like it, I couldn't grieve. Like I literally, I physically couldn't cry. I tried to force myself to cry one time and almost threw up um like i was hysterical mess like if anything 
Like, I thought I was going to have to sell my truck, which is my dad. It was my dad's truck. I, like, lost it at school. I would ha- I would stay home from school sometimes because it, it was just too much to, like, be at school. Um, and we, like, broke up because it was just really hard for her. And I completely understood. Um, but during that time, God really used me and, and like, used music um, to really grieve and to grow as a person uh, and just show me that, like, God is working. But what also happened was that he gave me a passion for music. Like, I've always, like, music has always kind of been, like, a huge thing in my family. Like, I've played piano and guitar for a long time, and my siblings can sing and play the uh, piano pretty well. Um, I always felt like the lower the bunch, but, like, music's always been a big thing. Um, and God really has put, like, rap on my heart, like, Christian rap. Um, and so, like, I... I've, was thinking about it and i feel like god's really calling me to that area of ministry be like this is where i want you and i feel so scared like like genuinely like that is it's not like me wanting to make that my dream i genuinely feel like god has called me to music and in this area of music and like i haven't i've i've like at first i felt so scared like I'm not qualified to do any of this. And now I feel like I've already have a song recorded. I'm working on a second one. Like starting on this music stuff, like I have very good connections with people who with big names and stuff like that that I listen to and that I look up to, which is crazy. Um but I feel like God really calling me to that area. And one thing I struggle with is trusting him and thinking like like it I can go into this like he's called me to this and i have to trust him and i'm really scared like if i don't get to college like what's going to happen and because that's a backup plan and it's just like it's 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 worrying about the future that's like a big thing um just like is this really gonna work out and like am i really confident enough to to like make it to the college i want to or even college at all like you know what I'm saying? Right. And then and then not even that, like what you said, like I struggle with time. Like I have bad ADHD and that's not an excuse to let to to to, to give away. That's that's not an excuse to be like yeah, I don't pay attention cuz I have ADHD. It's just I feel like my mind gets up and goes immediately. So it's like I forget and I know that the more I train, the more it's going to become routine but it's also a problem when i was going through my depression it was like i didn't read my bible and the reason i didn't read my bible and i chose to not read my bible wasn't because i hated god and i was angry at god the reason i read my bible is because i knew if i was going to read my bible it would just be a thing to check just to check like it would be like a to-do list right and i wouldn't be getting anything out of it and obviously i went to church and i still read but it, I wasn't going to do like a, like, this is obviously, like, you shouldn't really do this. But I felt God really used music and people in my community and stuff like that to really work with me and just to, like, love me. And then it turned from reading my Bible to, like, me wanting to read my Bible because I wanted to know more about God and to know how 
much he's helped me and how and i want to learn more about him and his will and while like even jesus cried and it is okay to feel what i'm feeling exactly i think um just uh just kind of as a disclaimer uh i grew up in church my whole life i um i went to church every sunday um i met elijah through church group um Mm -hmm. and we've known each other for a little over five years now something like that something like that wow five years that's crazy yeah yeah i i remember i uh as when I was applying, when I was still planning to go to the National Guard, they required a non-family member that I had known for uh, five years plus to mm. uh, as a reference. And so I was thinking about it. I was like, "Dang! Like you and I have known each other for a fair bit now, half a decade." That is crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was like, "That's only five years," but I was like, "Half." I literally thought about that. Half a decade. That's that's crazy. I'm only two. I'm only two decades old. Like. Um, I'm almost two decades old. Two more years, bro. Next year, bro. Next year. Oh, God. Uh, but that kind of brings me into that that hunger that you have for God. Like, I, I did not mm-hmm. have that. Um, I was going to church because my parents made me. I was reading my Bible because my parents made me. Um, but recently, last month, uh, I, felt the, I felt the Holy Spirit in my heart. And I, what came out of that was this hunger and this desire for God um, that I mm-hmm. never felt before. And, you know, I had claimed to be saved before, but I knew in that instant that I simply wasn't true, um, that I mm-hmm. had been trying to do things because it was expected of me, not because uh, I truly felt the free will to do so. Um, but that, that kind of goes uh, into our last point. Um, we're going to start probably wrapping up after this but um when there been some times that we felt in conflict with god or angry at him oh yeah like especially when my dad passed away like it was crazy like why would that happen you know what i mean right like even though i wasn't directly like saying i i'm angry with you i was angry like it's crazy like when like i said me and my girlfriend broke up i was angry it's just it's it's going through that crap and then realizing like it hurts like like there god is obviously was pruning me and doing huge development in my life because if none of that happened i wouldn't be where i am now i wouldn't be more emotionally healthy than i am right now um me me and landry talk about this as a joke it's like i used to be like when my dad passed i was like man i used to think so politically like as a joke we we joke about that but that's true and the reason for that is because my dad was a cop and so i felt i had to protect him and i had to be against anybody who was against cops but when he died my entire like life changed and i i just see people as people that god has created personally and loves and so my mindset changed but yeah i've totally been in conflict with god like there's no doubt i've Call me Israel, baby. I I wrestle God. Bless me. Bless me. Bless me. I don't. Bless I don't me. really want you to break my hip, though. I'm I'm not gonna lie. To be honest, that would suck, <laughs> dude. Can you imagine what he that would, that what would he hurt. came and told his family it happened? Like, imagine you're just like you're up in the morning. You know, you're tending to your flock and stuff. And this dude comes out. You're like, who's this guy? I don't know him. You. 
And, you know, especially in the days when, you know, the people that are around you were either your, uh, your family or your tribe, you know, uh, I wouldn't even say tribe because the, the tribes came from him. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, his family, (laughs) he was, he wrestled with this guy and then this guy's like, you know what, actually your name's Israel because you fought God and, and uh and man and one and and then like going to tell your family that like can you imagine they'd be like yeah you wrestled with god like physically and he broke your hip bro like i wouldn't even break his hip no he dislocated uh, it he dislocated dislocated it it. (laughs) all right i think biblical accuracy is important um biblical accuracy is important get it right i'm sorry i gotta talk about the bible right don't talk about it at all all right (laughs) But I mean, like, it's so true. Like, I think that's going back to the first topic. Like, that is a biblical conflict. Oh yeah, that's um, that. That is physically a biblical. Like yeah, in the physical were, sense, that is a that biblical was a conflict. Very physical conflict. Sometimes, um, you know, sometimes in my life, I feel like you know maybe if God like physically wrestled this person, maybe they'd start listening. But. Uh, just, but yeah, but, it's like yeah. WWE style. Jesus comes in, he's like, <gasps> boom. Okay, one one thing that I I looked at, I was on I was on Instagram, and one thing that I saw was like, you know, when you pray, you obviously want to pray for somebody, you pray for them because you want them to know Christ, right? You pray that the that God can transform their heart. But you shouldn't pray to change them. The only person you can change is yourself, and the only per- and the only right you have that you have to change somebody is yourself. I think that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty good. I was like, dang, Instagram story. <laughs> my my Instagram story is like full of those. It's just like Dude, I... Shane Pruitt and stuff like that. Everybody thinks I have a crush on Shane Pruitt because he my man speaks facts, and I just want the world to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny like i had gentry be like yo it's your is that your boyfriend shape i was like no dude my boyfriend's colin and i was like <laughs> no <laughs> it's a joke i'm i'm not um so anyways anyways, anyways, <laughs> anyways. Um, there have been several times where i've been in conflict with god um now as a child um there was an incident Physically with the babysitter. Well, oh, yeah. not quite, but um, I <gasps> i mean, I was molested by this babysitter that was mm-hmm. supposed to take care of me um, and was entrusted. Uh, they were entrusted with me to my from my parents, so I was angry at God for a long time. Um, and, you know, sometimes I still wonder, you know, how has that affected my life today? Would I be who I am today without that? And I think the honest answer is no. I absolutely believe that God knew that I would become numb to his message because I was just going to church and reading my Bible because I had to. Um, and there was, I mean, even when I I ran away, I Memphis was absolutely the time that I ran away from God. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I didn't want to hear um, what he had to say to me because I wanted to live my own way because I had been living other people's way for my entire life. Mm-hmm. And so I finally felt free to do what I wanted. Um, and I found out that what I wanted sucked. Like, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's destructive, bro. 
Absolutely. It's real destructive. It uh, like you think that the world fills you, and it fills you with half truths, and the only thing that can fill you is a whole truth, because a half truth's a lie. Right, and um, I can't remember who said this, but as the humans, uh, definitely not the Pope, but <laughs> um, you know, as humans, we chase perfection. Um, you know, whenever mm-hmm. we are eating something that's amazing, you know, we say, "Oh, this is perfect." When we look at a member of the opposite sex that's beautiful, we say, wow, they're perfect, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I mean, I, I look at my life and I say, oh, I've been chasing perfection my entire life, but the only perfect being is God. The only perfect, Mm -hmm. there is no perfect creation because we live in this fallen world. Um, Yeah. So I think realizing that is what, I think opened my heart to allow the Holy Spirit to actually come inside and change my life. And I think, yeah. you know, I I am a newborn Christian, so I'm I have this expectation to grow up um, mm-hmm. in the Spirit, and so I I think that might well that'll definitely be a struggle in the future. Um, oh yeah, but I think it's good to prepare and start digging and plant my roots now um, mm-hmm. so I cannot be blown over by strong wind or flood yeah that's that's real good that's real good Any- I had something in my mind and I totally forgot <laughs> what it was to say well on that on that thought uh, any closing thoughts any closing thoughts well somebody put something um, at, there's like a seventh topic apparently um, yeah, I'm actually going to ignore that topic. <laughs> but guys, it says how awesome I am, okay? This topic's how awesome I am, in parentheses, Elijah. Basically saying, I'm amazing. I'm joking. I'm really not. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. I'm amazing because God made me. And God, and you're amazing because God made you. Oh, thank you. I was talking to the audience, but you too, Tate. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's so funny. Got him. See, I told you. I told you. It's that's so funny. I just say that. See, just for the record, um, we did start this podcast as uh, having a video, but due, through technical difficulties, it just could be an audio only. But yeah. Um, but we were recording yeah. this through Discord because we live like six hundred miles away from each other. But Very I will true. drive that far to beat you up. No, don't. <laughs> I like how you went through all that exposition just to just to tell you. Also, I got the I got the the words exposition and epilogue wrong. I was like, yeah, exposition's at the end of a book. No, it's epilogue, and I'm <laughs> dumb. I, I was telling Landry, I was like, dude, I finished the exposition of my song. She was, what does that even mean? I go, you read a book, and I, I realized, no, it's epilogue. Have you the epilogue read a of the book? book. <laughs> no, I have. I've read one book. It's really cool. It's called the Bible. Really read it. Oh yo, oh yo. No, it's because it's because the reason I'm calling it the epilogue of the song is because it's like the theme is like drastically different than the rest of the song. That makes sense. So, um, cool. I'd say last thing I have is, I mean, there's not too many Christians that haven't heard of C.S. Lewis, but no, oh, C.S. Lewis uh, is amazing. I mean, I just finished listening to the audiobook of Mere Christianity. Amazing. And I'm reading. I'm I'm listening to the audiobook right now. I am 
Halfway through? Question mark? I'm 40. No, don't play it. I'm 46% the way through. Nice. It's really nice. I, and I uh, actually have the physical copy of uh, the screw tape letters, which is written from the perspective of the demon screw tape. Um, and what? Yeah, so it's crazy. So it's written from the perspective of a demon named screw tape who's this kind of like he's basically an office office demon or whatever and he's writing to his nephew wormwood it's scott and uh it's michael Wor- scott <laughs> yes he's the michael scott of hell but no <laughs> but um <laughs> it's the michael scott of hell <laughs> i love the office dude dude it's it's funny anyone who it's says so otherwise good. I heard Anyone that who says it's uncultured better, is honestly. Have you I haven't ever, watched it. Have you ever seen Pen Pineapple Apple Pen? Come on, Pen Pineapple. <laughs> That's so old. I know. The screw tape letters. It's amazing. Um, it basically they're they are describing from a demon's perspective what to do to avert our eyes from Christ. Um, mm, and then I haven't even cool. started the Great Divorce yet, so I cannot say what it's about. Yeah, uh, I would also recommend reading um, a monthly healthy, healthy relationships. Like that's a it's it's not like a regular book like Mere Christianity or the or the Screw Tape Letter. It's um, like a devotional book. Okay, okay. And so another thing that I would also recommend people do before you like before you like enter your quiet time, spend a minute in silence. Like spend a minute, two minutes in silence. Um, we like this this book really emphasizes it um and throwing back to elijah uh when he is running away you know like i remember what what it was but in the story i think he's running away and hiding in a cave and all of a sudden he was waiting for god and there was a great fire and it says god wasn't in the fire and then it says then there was an earthquake. Ah, sorry, I said in my throat. Uh, there was an earthquake, and God wasn't in the earthquake. And then it says in in our versions, a still small voice, and God was in the still small voice. But in like the original text, it is it is said in sheer silence. God was there, and so like I recommend like spending a minute to two minutes, N- not like keep your eyes closed and bowing your head and not speaking your prayer, but literally trying to clear your mind and let God speak to you um, with whatever he wants to tell you. Like usually like our minds will wander. That's normal. I like to say the word still. And so that focuses me back into being still, or you can say father, Abba, like pray, like one word and to like refocus but keep like that's a good good time to spend with god because uh christianity isn't it isn't a re- like it's, this is i feel like it's 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 overly said it's not overly said but it's it's true it's not a religion it's a relationship and so with like mine and tate re- mine and tate's relationship it's not really a relationship when i go what's up tate and tell him all about my day and be like okay deuces see you later i won't talk to you ever until i or we won't have a conversation again until i talk to you like it's a two-way conversation like I say something, Tate says something. Like that's a that's a conversation. That's a, that builds a relationship. So with your relationship with God, it should be 
yes, I should pray, but also be quiet and listen to what God has to say. And that has really strengthened my relationship with God and has also strengthened and helped me become more emotionally healthy is listening to God through silence. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I know I don't have anything else. Um, do you have anything else? I don't. I do not. I got to use the restroom and I want to go on a run. Oh, FL Studio. Oh, that's right. I, I had it open. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I will uh, have this podcast uploaded and yeah. Awesome. So um, this was the Untitled Jesus Talk.